Okay, can we cuss on your podcast? It's guys sitting around chewing the fat. He made me ride here in the bed. You guys didn't see that. All right. Oh, that's better. So we couldn't get Crazy Chris over here. We'll just have to shout him out. (laughs) Oh, Crazy Chris. He's who got you into racing, right? Yeah. How long has he been racing? uh, He raced back, let's see, he's 61. He started racing back in the early 80s, I think. Mm. And then he quit when he was 18 because he fell off a uh, tractor broke his neck oh my so after he broke his neck i'm pretty sure that's why he quit uh racing and switched to four wheels which is drag drag racing and he never went back to motocross no i mean he rode when we had the uh 125 two stroke we had two of them Mm -hmm. and this was probably 2016 him and mom went out and rode on the track for like the first time in a long time, like because mom, years. mom raced when we grew up. Like mom raced all the way till oh, probably 2010, 2011, until yeah. she quit, mm-hmm. and she just quit because we quit going to local stuff. I started going to bigger stuff, and you got too big for your britches. Well, I don't know about that, but <clears throat> so most of those trophies in your guys' shop are you and Alex's. Yeah, me and Alex. How many? I mean, there's got to be literally a thousand. Unreal. Right, there's an unreal amount because we. That's, I gotta say, in the shop is probably half. That is insane. Because we have our old shop at home, which still is, has a whole room full, and then at the house we have, like, so many that they're just they're just sitting around. I mean, in in the shop though, there's probably literally thousand over a thousand. Probably, right? yeah. Because you you gotta look at like, probably in. 2013, 2014, all the tracks seem to switch to plaques, mm-hmm. which suck because mm-hmm. we always like the trophy aspect of it. So ever since 06, when I started racing, we started getting trophies. So from 06 to like 2013, we have so where all those trophies are but from. But there's only 52 weeks in a year, so I mean... It's every weekend. God. I mean, I only skipped like one weekend. Actually, no, not even. When I was probably 11... We had the final race in the Kansas State Series, and I had a spelling bee Sunday morning. <laughs> and we called the track because we were pretty tight with all the tracks and the track owners. So in like 2011, I had a spelling bee at 7 a.m., and the track was an hour from where we were at. Yeah. So they pushed my race back to later on the race order just so I could make it for the first race. So I missed all of practice. You must have been a big deal. And then showed up and, and got the race because it was like the last race of the year and uh, it was for a championship that year. So Championship? So cha- when you say championship, in what? Like state championship. So there's like, is it like, do you call it leagues? No, or is not- it like comparable to, what's it, I mean, what group of people are in the state championship? Well, like the way like state races work is there's age groups and class sizes. Well, age groups kind of go by uh, bike size. Right. So, like, you got your 250s. four to eight years old on 50s, and then 65s or 8 to 11 or whatever. But then once you get to big bikes, then you have, like, skill level classes, which mm-hmm. are your D classes, which is your beginner, your C class, which is novice, and then your B class, which is intermediate, and then your A class. So... In 2019, I went to the A class. I, you can classify yourself as a local pro. Mm-hmm. So you can go to all state races around the United States and, and you race did that the A when? class in 2019. Oh. So I raced all like different kinds of races in the A class and actually made money for it. You make a lot? It. I mean, you can make, if you go to state races every weekend, you can actually rack in quite a bit of money. Really? Yeah. Like you could make it a side job. It can't be your, can it ever be your full-time job? Is that the goal? I mean, you could if you were doing a certain type of races. Races all around the United States. It seems like Kansas, Oklahoma, Nebraska, Missouri, their, their payout isn't that great. Yeah. But when you go different places, some places like Colorado has a really good uh, payout for pros. And like Utah, they have a really good payout for pros. And How about one, Utah's fun to ride in? Yeah, one of my friends was like, you ought to come up and stay with me and do some of these series races you'll be making like two grand a weekend and i said well 
I mean, if I could go out to Utah, I definitely would, but... Hell, why can't you? Well, that was when I was in college. Oh, I got you. So, so you're you done even, with college? Yeah, why'd you even bother? Yeah. Did you, what'd you graduate with? I graduated with a bachelor's degree, bachelor of science in electrical engineering technology. Okay. The minor in math, so I could be a math teacher. There you go. Oh, sweet. But, yeah. Uh, Hopefully you never have to use them though, right? Hopefully. I mean, that's the goal. But <laughs> Who are like, who's like the biggest names in motocross? Um, now or earlier, like you got your Ricky Carmichael's. Are those like the Michael Jordans? Yeah, pretty much. Ricky Carmichael's. Who who right now is? Uh, right now it's this guy named Eli Tomac and he's pretty much on his last, last year of racing, but he's unreal. How old is he? How long can you race? Thirties? Uh, the latest someone raced was 38 in the pro class, but. Have you ever met him? Yeah. You're, you're prime. I mean, I raced with him this summer. And in the set, you're in his class. Yeah, that's why. Uh, so you're pro. Yeah, I got my pro license in 2021. So I went pro right. in 2019, but I got my actual pro license in 2021. And that's where you can go to those big races and do like you can go to those big races that you see on TV. You mm-hmm. have to have a pro license to race them. And do you have to make it or do you just have to have your pro license? Like, can anyone go if they have their pro no. license? You have to make it. Well, like they only take a certain amount of people and they, they kind of handpick who they want to come. And it just kind of basically means like, like let's say you're a month away from a big race um, and you want to race that race. So you sign up. You could not be able to go just because they have hit their limit. We yeah. sign up very early. Right. And, but you have to have your pro, pro license, which is basically you get that through going through the uh, amateur motocross national and all you got to do is rate qualify for the pro class and that'll give you your pro license so so if you're racing with that dude i mean that stuff's televised right mm-hmm. and that's like the biggest that's like the that's as good as it gets right yeah like if you win that you're kind of a big deal oh yeah if you have you that, placed in any of them no huh well you're, this you're my, still new right i came i graduated in january and started training in February, and it started in May. So oh, yeah, I only had a, I only had a couple months of like full time training when those guys that I'm racing against have been full time training. So and, it was yeah. hard for me, but I adapted and got better throughout the year. So I went to, I think six or seven of them. I did the first two California races, and then Colorado, and then we went up to Michigan, Indiana, and a couple places up north, and did those. And it was fun. It was a good learning experience. I definitely needed more time beforehand to get prepared because by the end of it was when I was really starting to like feel good like Mm -hmm. on the bike. And And then you broke yourself. But now, yeah, now I know like what I need to do this year, which has been a slow start, obviously. Yeah. But we finished motocross or outdoors and then I transitioned to supercross, which is the stuff that's in the arenas and it's, it's more tight, compact, big jumps, everything's super technical. Is it like a bigger deal? Uh, Supercross, is motocross televised also? Or motocross, motocross and supercross are televised. They both are. They're the same people that kind of put it put it on. Mm-hmm. It's the same group of people that also race them. Yeah. Um, they're, but they're two totally different things. So supercross... Different like, f- like types of courses? Types of tracks, yeah. yeah. The jumps are straight up and down, 100 foot, and they're sketchy. And supercross? Yeah, it's it's very sketchy and it's tight like you said so i mean if you yeah if somebody wrecks it kind of screws it for everyone behind them right i mean like i had a week on it and then after a week i kind of started to get comfortable i started hitting all the big jumps started hitting the rhythms and then i think the week after that was when i had my wreck Hmm. and that was just on a little like entry to a rhythm section what your wreck was do what your wreck was yeah, I was on an entry to a rhythm section. That was section. a practice, right? Yeah, I was, yeah. I was, we were just training. It was just a normal training day. And I went into the first jump and the bike. We don't know if it false neutraled or had a malfunction in the engine, but on the face. And then that put me over the bars. And I just put my hand out. I was going upside down. So I put my hand out to hold myself. And then I broke my wrist. And oh, then, I forgot you broke your wrist yeah, also. And then that bike folded over me, but it had my leg caught. And I have these knee braces on that go halfway up my leg. And that 
knee brace makes it so your leg can't overextend, but it did overextend, and that knee brace, top of that knee brace, pushed into my femur. Cameron's about to pass out. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. Oh, so that knee brace is what broke the your knee femur? brace is what broke my femur. However, if I didn't have that knee brace on, it, I would definitely have a torn up knee. Like I would be out. But for what's sure. worse? I mean, a torn up knee or a broke femur? I mean, after that femur, I, I keep thinking knee, but then again, knees guaranteed six to eight months. How long were you out? I've been out for five months now, and I'm still so, I mean, not back on a bike. I've had a femur break. It's not fun. It's definitely not fun. And that recovery time of like... Gimping around. Like I was in the hospital for, I think, a week. Yeah. No, I was in like four days. Yeah. So they life flighted me from the... I had to sit there on the side of a jump. Why'd they life flight you? They always do if you have a femur break. Really? Yeah. I, which is crazy that you didn't. Yeah, I just got rushed to Joplin in yeah. the back of a truck. No, we knew right in off the, the bat. <laughs> An ambulance, I think is what that's called. <laughs> they were like, yeah, it's just like. Yeah, we knew right off the bat that my femur was broken, though, because I tried to get up right after it happened. I said so much adrenaline running. So I tried to get up, and when my leg, I, I turned over to the side, my leg went the opposite direction, and then that's when I was like, Ooh, this shit. is like Cameron's worst nightmare of where yeah. this conversation could have went. So I had like three people holding me the whole time, so I did not move. Mm-hmm. And then they called the ambulance, which showed up, and they were try- the ambulance people kept trying to move me around, which was terrible. Mm-hmm. And so the, my trainer pretty much got pretty mad at the ambulance people and just said, hey, let's just wait till the <laughs> helicopter gets here. Yeah. So the helicopter gets there, they put me on fentanyl, and then they start cutting my stuff off. Yeah. Well, they cut my... Uh, jersey off and I see my wrist is completely bowed and like not even connected to my arm and I go Cameron you can unplug your headphones for a minute <laughs> oh gosh I go I go I didn't even realize I broke my wrist I was using my hands yeah. I was on my phone because it hurt so bad on my, your leg. my femur was so bad I did mm-hmm. not realize I broke my wrist yeah and once I realized I broke my wrist like the whole throughout the whole hospital time I was there my wrist felt great right because the femur is, is the worst thing I broke my neck, and I didn't know. Yeah. I was looking all night. I was looking out the window thinking, oh, God, did I get in a wreck with somebody yeah. else? Because I didn't remember. I was turning my head, looking out the window, screaming for help. Yeah, I never knew I broke my neck. But I, I told him when they got there, hey, my leg is broke right here. Yeah. Because I can feel it when I try to move my leg, only going halfway down. <laughs> I hate this It was so bad. I, yeah, and but like, it totally, it's crazy how you forget about everything else. I didn't know I had broken ribs or a broken neck. Yeah. Yeah, femur is uh, no joke, and it's definitely not something I recommend breaking, ever. Yeah. But if you do, you can be in the club. Yeah, you could be in the club. We both got uh, nice rods in our legs. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so how did, I forget how that whole thing went down with you wrecking that truck. Have you told that? Mm, well, I mean, I don't really know how it went down. Yeah. I just remember. It was icy that day. I do yeah, remember that. Yeah, it was 11 degrees out. I, uh. I, I remember, well, my truck was getting worked on down at, at the shop. And so I took Peyton's truck home and I just remember shutting the door in the driveway and waking up in the road in the passenger seat. And that's, I panicked. I was like, Oh God, I hope I didn't hit somebody else. That's why I was looking out, looking yeah. around. Couldn't open the doors cause they were crunched though. <clears throat> and then I, uh, kind of scooted my way over to the driver's seat to try and start the truck. You. <laughs> I thought, were, you, were you not pinned? No, I wasn't pinned. My, my, my head went through the windshield and my leg caught the steering wheel, which is what broke my femur. Mm-hmm. And then it threw me into the passenger seat. Yeah. So then I was climbing over to the driver's seat and that's when I realized I broke my leg because I was wiggling it and it was, you know, just the oh, top yeah. part I of it. I know exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so oh my gosh. I was just, I, yeah, I just sat there from, you know, they think it was around 10 or 11, and then I got found at like 6.15 or 6.20 by a night shift nurse on yeah. her way home. That's crazy. But, and you just couldn't find your phone? Yeah, but, well, and I didn't look very hard because I knew it was dead. That's the crazy thing. Like, when I woke up, I didn't remember any of the trip, but I knew a lot. Yeah. <clears throat> like, I knew where I was. Yeah. That's the weirdest. <laughs> you knew your phone I was dead. I <laughs> literally, yeah, I literally shut the door in Peyton's driveway, woke up in the passenger seat, don't remember a thing, but when that girl got there, I told her where we were. I was yeah. like, we're on 22,000 Road in between Mead and Lyons. Like, it was so weird. I don't know how I knew. The only thing is I thought I was facing south and I was actually facing north. But, yeah, it was so weird. Hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. That's uh, Yeah, I remember I remember driving. I think I drove home from 
our buddy Lane's house that mm-hmm. night and remember how slick it was. And then I heard the next morning that you had gotten in that wreck mm-hmm. and I knew what road it was. And like, I would normally take that road home from Lane sometimes. Oh yeah. And I thought, dude, if I just went down that road, <laughs> that's what everyone, I would see Ike in the ditch. I had another buddy who was bowling that night and he was like, man, I almost called you. I'm like, dude, it don't do that. It <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't have, I mean, don't worry. I mean, it never would have. Yeah. You know, yeah, no, it's crazy. My phone probably wouldn't have even went off. I'm sure it was dead. It's crazy how, like, yeah, I thought about it, and I was like, dude, I literally, like, yeah, what if I would have went down that road tonight and seen Hike there? Like, it would have been different, I was all right. but yeah, I you're good. Right, yeah. You're good. You're fine. Back to you. Wasn't even that big of a deal. <laughs> no, it wasn't shit. <laughs> um, so, th- that was one of my questions. If your dad quit racing so early, wh- why was he so adamant to start you at five years old, six years old? I don't think he was really adamant on it. I mean, my brother had a PW50, which is a I don't know what that is. Little tiny Yamaha 50. They're tiny. And uh he rode that when he was he got that when he was 4 and me and him rode that all the time. I actually knocked <laughs> over mom's It's so uh, funny thinking of a 4-year-old on a little bit ride. <laughs> I was trying to get I that. I know some 4-year-olds. I had a little 4-wheeler <laughs> and Alex had that little PW50 and we were trying to get them out of the garage at home and I knocked over mom's big motorcycle. Ooh. Her like nice big Honda Magna. And so me and Alex used to ride that thing. We used to ride around all the time and dad just shows up one day with a brand new KTM 50 and a brand new KTM 65 for Alex. Merry and Christmas. I'm like, holy cow, this is crazy. And Alex already knew how to ride a bike pretty good, but I couldn't. I'd only ride in a bicycle without training wheels, so I hadn't ridden an actual dirt bike without training wheels. But Dad's just like, oh, you'll be fine. Just hop on it. (laughs) (laughs) That's how you got to do it. I mean, you teach him to swim. We're sitting by the house. We pull it off the trailer. He throws some gas in it and starts it up, and I set up on there. He's holding the bike. And I Did you even on. know how to work a clutch? No, I, I, it was automatic. Oh, okay. The 50 was. Okay. So I didn't have to worry about that. So I hop on that thing, and I just grab it, and I twist the wrong side of the throttle. So, like, like I think I'm twisting the left side for throttle, <laughs> but I don't do that. I twist the right side full, fully wide open. Like, I'm just messing around mm-hmm. with it pretty much. And then I twist it wide open, and the bike just sails out from <laughs> underneath me dad catches me out of the air and the bike just goes and like does a flip and i break the rear brand new rear fender off oh, that's and, how you gotta do it though and it's i gonna was happen. so scared i was crying i was like dad and I'm, i don't want anything to do with this bike and he's like hop back on it it's like come it a on fluke deal so i hop back on it and then i start riding and me and alex never quit and i remember there's a couple couple instances like that with dad where like I would wreck or I'd get hurt when I was young and he'd be like, you got to quit being a baby. Yeah. Like I wrecked in the snow on my 65, or I was still on my 50 and I wrecked in the snow. And I remember dad coming, I was sitting there crying. Alex went up and got mom and dad. <laughs> he's, he gets out in the snow and he's like, you brought me out here for this? <laughs> and I go, I hurt, I hurt. And I'm like, you don't hurt. You wrecked in the snow. You're fine. You had a built-in cushion. So he picks me up and he throws me in the snow drift. <laughs> And he goes, how'd that feel? And I said, I didn't hurt. And I'm like, because it's snow. You're fine. <laughs> so he puts me back on the bike. Chris and I just keep going. I don't going. believe it. Oh. He's not mean. <laughs> Chris is the most. That is, that is awesome. But there's some times where. He just had a little tough love. I me guess. and him butt heads a little bit. But it's not, it's not a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how you could butt heads with him. <laughs> We're going to talk some more about our femurs. So Cameron could. No. Yeah, so she I do not up. do broken bones have you ever broke anything else what is that i mean obviously that's your worst wreck but was there any other close calls so i i've actually broken quite a few now you're Um, like a travis pastrana every bone four or five times i'm getting there and i'm not even close to my trainer my trainer has scars on every single joint in his body does travis pastrana race am i saying his last name right yeah, he, he, Travis Pastrana, yeah. But, Everyone like, does, is him. he still, yeah, but is he still in, like, super, does he, like, race supercross and stuff? He used to, yeah. He grew up doing it. When so I was, how old, is he getting too old, too, I guess, probably? Well, he just hasn't done it in a long time. Busy with jumping monster trucks and shit. Yeah, now he's racing. Because I was going to say, man, that'd be sweet if you could race, race him. Yeah. He races NASCAR? I think he raced his first NASCAR, the Indy 500. That and he qualified like, and he got, like, top some 20. That Don't seems call like me on that, mild but. for him. Yeah, honestly, all the crazy like, thing he's yeah. done. Yeah. Have you ever seen the video of him jumping out of a uh, plane with no parachute? Yeah, and then holding on to another guy. And then they come and strap him <laughs> yeah. up like 
10 seconds into or 20 seconds into the video God, crazy freaking crazy that seems like you just want to die well some He's people nuts, just have man. bigger things than others so God, but yeah crazy. i i've i mean i broke you remember in high school i had i, I was in a sling for my shoulder oh, yeah, and then yeah. i had mm -hmm. my i was in a boot for my foot right. but it does it started, make you nervous going back are you like a little skittish yeah a little bit like just for like 30 like minutes. i want to ride now yeah but i I know I can't. If I can't run, why should I be racing or riding a dirt bike? I thought you were back on. No. I mean, I knew you weren't racing, but I thought you were putting around the house and stuff. No, the main reason I didn't go trail riding with you today is because my bike, I haven't touched it in five months. I got you. Because, yeah, I was like, because <laughs> I asked you, I was like, let's go ride. And you're like, yeah. And then you didn't. And so I was like, huh. Yeah, no, but I haven't I thought, touched it. And I didn't have time to get, I have like two or three hours to get that you bike were, ready. I could have swore Cole said you were practicing on your track at home. No, uh -huh. Alex has came over with a bunch of his buddies, and I've prepped the track for him. But yeah. I want to get back to it, and yeah, were they hopefully soon? But riding last weekend, I feel like I heard them. We yeah. can always hear you guys. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, well, they're riding. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. I've told you multiple times. If we hear us riding, just come over and start. Yeah, but I mean, that's not. My, I mean, what am I going to do on my bike over there? You'll be fine. You've ridden the track <laughs> no. before. I've ridden the track what? before, but I'm not going to. My what? bike wouldn't even make. I mean, I don't care if you have all the stones in the world and you hold it full throttle. It won't even make it to hit, some of those jumps. I'll hit some of the jumps on my bike. Come on now, I will be fine. Man, there's something about, there's that mental block. Yeah. I, just, I feel like I should listen to it. Because if I, I don't, if I break that barrier once, <laughs> I'll do anything, dude. That's how I am. Yeah, if I, break I don't it, need that. I'll, you can, I'll, I'll freaking jump off your roof. Yeah. If I break that barrier. So I'm just like, I'm going to listen to it for now. I've hit it a few times, like those tabletops. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. All the jumps. But have... there's some doubles, aren't there? Not anymore. They're all tabletops. Oh. So you'd oh, be fine. Oh, well, hell. I'll do fine. a backflip. Yeah. I don't know why you haven't already. Gosh. I don't think the old 140 RF has enough torque. Oh, I bet it's doable. <laughs> if you do it, a backflip on that thing, <laughs> I'll try one on your bike. I think my backflip days are behind me. Have you ever done a... You've no. never done a backflip. <laughs> They're only ahead of you, man. You're young. Oh, young, yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Right? But, but for a racer, you're young, right? I am, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I plan on I plan on getting back on, um, hopefully in the next month or so, but... So what's the road from, like, where you're at to... What's that? What was that one guy's name that you said is the top... Tomac. Just Is it just being good? I mean, you're already in the in the top class so it's you putting, just gotta win it's putting time in and and you know you know you can you can get so fast and just hit a wall and then not ever go faster than that hmm. but i've been pretty good at throughout my racing career that every time i do hit a wall you know i can i can usually overcome it and get faster right. and this one is going to be hard to come back from for sure but when Cause I just because you've been off for so long, I've been or? off for a long time, yeah. and this time last year I was already training for the outdoors. Mm -hmm. True. So we're Could, planning on skipping the first that's three. That's what I was going to wonder. And then there's a weekend, so it's it goes uh it goes Temecula, California, or I think it's Temecula, but uh it's around Temecula. It's by L.A. It's hmm. where the first round is, and then the second one's in San Francisco, up by there. And then there's a third round in Denver, and then the fourth weekend is an off weekend. And so, so then I you think come gonna, on number five. I think I'm going to skip all California, that. California, though. California is fun, but I definitely want to... We skipped uh, New York and Maryland last year mm -hmm. because we went to California, and I'm excited to go up there. I mean, yeah. I've been up there. up there. I went to New York City with mom, but I haven't been up there to race or anything ever in my life, so... I want to go to California so bad. Cali's cool, man. It's uh, definitely a different vibe. We took the semi and just stayed at a campground there, and... I got to go out and I just like hike. I did my run in the mountains and mm -hmm. uh, work out like out in the mountains and hanging out in the mountains. I love, it was crazy. I just love overlooking the ocean yeah. and stuff. It's super cool. And that place is just beautiful. Yeah. It's probably one of the prettiest. It's got to be one of the prettiest places. There are some sketchy people there though. I mean, there's yeah. some. Uh, some crazies. We went to the beach. In one, the big cities. We went to the beach one day and we were just hanging out on the beach and here comes this uh, Mexican guy. And he's driving this old square body on the beach. No, he comes oh. up. He comes up to the parking lot of the beach and just starts doing donuts. Nice. And he just he's just throwing <laughs> rocks all over everyone's vehicles, just destroying them. He does donuts until his truck overheats. And then you're and I see smoke pouring that. out of this truck. And then he, we, me, dad, mom, and I are just sitting there watching this guy. I'm like, what is this guy doing? 
and that truck overheats and then he gets a, he ends up getting it started and then just busts out of there but he was he's doing donuts for like 30 minutes enough time for an old truck to overheat <laughs> and we're that's like that's why you were there racing we're like yeah we're like why where are the cops at like, yeah, no they're sure. not here but that's just how it is there you know like there's the so much West. going on there's mm-hmm. yeah. lawlessness there's so much like there's so many things going on there that's like no yeah. cops show up from yeah. what i've heard like most of california is pretty cool but yeah. like those those high population areas, yeah. LA, yeah. San Francisco kind of overshadow all the normal people. Yeah, we actually took the uh what's that what's uh south of like on the Mexican border, the big city south of LA. Hmm. It's in America still. Uh, San Diego. San, San Diego. Diego. Oh, San Diego. We uh were trying to find a place to camp for the night because Alex had a flight out of San Diego after one of the race the mm-hmm. first race. And mom ends up taking us straight through downtown San Diego in the semi and trailer. <laughs> like we're driving through like <laughs> one lane, four lane roads. Like we're like, holy cow. But like. She's a hell of a driver, I guess. Huh? <laughs> mom? Yeah. No, she's guiding dad. Oh. Yeah. Oh, she, she was, was just she was like on, she directing was on, traffic. Yeah, she was, she was on the road. Where to go. Yeah, she was on the road map. And <clears throat> dad was like, are you serious? Why are we in? The middle of <laughs> San Diego right now in the semi and trailer. Yeah, and that. we end up getting out of there and parking. Uh, we ended up parking on the edge of a lake somewhere, and there was a bunch of like Mexican. What is that? Fiestas. Like the like the party. Yeah, the party. I think it's fiesta. Yeah. There's a bunch That's of. That's what them it go- says on the Tostitos. There's bag. a bunch of them going on right outside San Diego on this lake. Did you stop and we by? just parked. We camped out there and we watched them dance around the fire. You didn't all night. go drink beer with them? No, right? I didn't. Oh, you no. should have. <laughs> I was on a pretty strict diet. Oh, I guess that's. Do you have to diet pretty hard for? Yeah, I diet pretty good. Um, what do you do when people say it's not a sport because you uh, aren't running or jumping? Well, I mean, tell them to get their ass on a bike and try it. Yeah, <laughs> I just would like to take some of those people. I can't, but I would love to take some of those people through like a general training day, because then they would. Is it exhausting? It's terrible. It's. Do you have to run? Yeah. Yeah. Run, bike, work out. I wonder, ride. I mean, I, I believe you, but I wonder why it's so physically draining. It's because your heart rate's at 190 for 35 minutes. I guess that is true. When you do a, like our uh, nationals is two 35-minute motos in right. 110 degree heat and your heart rate's at 190. So it's like. That's crazy. You got to mm-hmm. keep your heart rate at, up there or controlled enough to make it through 35 minutes of that. And the training to be able to do that is is insane. Yeah. Because, you know, like, football players got breaks. Basketball right. players got breaks. They shit. You know, it's it's like, it's like right. there's no break. 35 minutes straight is a long time. It yeah. is a long time. I mean. In heat. Yeah. On a hot bike. Yeah, no shit. You fall over. Your engine you to, is right there under you hot. You have, you're in, a, like, four different layers of clothes. Like, I have mm-hmm. my... Under, yeah. Underwear, underpants, long socks, and then I have knee braces, boots that go up to my, almost like halfway up my leg, and then I got pants on, and then a jersey and a chest protector, helmet, all that stuff, gloves. Mm-hmm. It's like, there's no way yeah. to cool off once you get hot. Yeah. It's definitely not fun. Yeah. It's fun, but the training, the training part of it, not fun. some days you're like, man... This really, really sucks, but it, it, it ends up working out because by the end of the summer, you're like, I can do anything. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was wondering, because one time I heard you tell a story about how you were at a race and this kid's bike blew up at practice. And so you said like his parents flew in a brand new bike on a helicopter. Oh, yeah. So I was wondering, like, <laughs> do you have to have money to be able to race? No. Can not. you get good if you don't have the money? Or do you have to be, like, just have the top, high-end, best of the best stuff all the time? It definitely... New like, bike every year. Like, growing up, we didn't necessarily, like, have to have the top-of-the-line stuff. You just got to be good at riding a dirt bike. You know, mm-hmm. you got to be good at riding a dirt bike to do all the state series, you know, amateur nationals, things like that. You got to be yeah. good on a dirt bike regardless. However, when you do get to the professional outdoors, the tiniest little, most expensive little parts that you can get for your bike make a huge difference. Especially like all the guys that we're, we're racing against, they're all in shape. Mm-hmm. They all know how to ride. So when you have a good bike, good suspension, all the expensive parts, that's when you can 
really like shine. Yeah. It, it's just more helpful. So maybe you can be, you can not have money and still make it, but if you're not as good, you can kind of buy your way to a certain point. Yeah. Really? I mean, not, not necessarily like, like are there people who you're like, I'm way better than you, but you just have better shit. than They me. never make it to the top of the level though. Yeah. I mean, growing up, yeah, there's always kids with, you know, they show up with nine bikes mm-hmm. and a giant camper <laughs> and, you know, they show up in a million dollar motor home right. with a double decker. They got bikes sitting everywhere. They got unlimited funds, but you know, you you, know, you don't often see those kids get to the high level because the people that are at the high level, they want it. Right. And you know, when you, when you grow up with that much money, what are you going to, you know, what are you, you really working for? Yeah, yeah. Do you yeah. have to want it? Kind of like anything. So you see some of the greatest writers that came from absolutely nothing because they they really wanted it. And you have to want it. You that's kind of, I, mean, I think. You have to myself. put in the work, for sure. That's what I've always thought about myself. Oh, yeah. That's why I made it. You want it? I wanted it, and then yeah. I made it. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I've made it sometimes when I'm over there at your house. Yeah. I'll, go, I'll sneak over there every once in a while when no one's there and, and practice on the old course, and then I go over there and watch you guys, and I'm like... <sighs> <laughs> hmm. those dudes aren't scared man you when you yeah. have friends from everywhere you have like the last time i was there there was those kids from kansas city there oh yeah yeah yeah. they were cool but it's like i don't know it's yeah, like you no, gotta like, you gotta kind of gotta turn off your brain i would yeah. think it's just like because you're not supposed to do that you're not supposed yeah. to go you know not. how fast you're going but 40 miles an hour and then jumping 50 foot in the air <laughs> yeah well it's like a you remember our english teacher mr Wybear? yeah mm-hmm. he always talked about that ten thousand hour thing yeah and it was like right. i is. was like he's like you probably got your ten thousand hours in already i'm like oh definitely that's mm-hmm. yeah i gotta do ten thousand hours to be a pro that's a lot of time yeah it's a lot of time and it still has been a lot of time when but. those people were up from kansas city i remember after you guys down. got done right oh sorry down my directions, you're all over here. Um, I remember them whenever you guys kind of got done and they were sitting around talking. I was like, "Let's hit the trails," because that's what I can do. Yeah, I'm I'm all about first and second Did gear. Did we go hit the trails that day? Yeah, that's the story. Because uh, I'm all about like that's where I have the most fun. Yeah, and I'm sure it'd be fun if I could jump and fly and do all that shit, but I can't. So I have the most fun in like second gear, just like climbing hills. Dude, there's nothing more fun than and, taking a dirt bike yeah. and going anywhere you want. Yeah, and because that's what those kids were saying. Because I don't know if they like grew up not in the country riding and stuff. Prob- yeah, most but they were don't. Like, those kids that you had up were like, dude, this is the most. Fun. And they've been racing their whole life, and they're like, yeah. this is the most fun I've ever had on a dirt bike. Yeah, like because they were obsessed with the trails. It's like, yeah, man, this dude, is my backyard. <laughs> We are so fortunate of where we are living right now. Yeah. Like, I don't even, yeah. like, people say they hate Southeast Kansas or whatever. Well, they want to get out of here. But, like, here, this, this, this is area a unique little pocket. is so crazy. Where we're at right here is out by Big Hill insane. is, like, it doesn't even look like Kansas. It's no. like Arkansas type you go stuff, down in Missouri the, type You go down stuff. in the valley, and you're like, this yeah. is Kansas? Yeah. It's There's not no flat. Way. There's nothing flat about it behind behind my. It house. rains and all the waterfalls are going, yeah. and right. the valleys yeah. and stuff, and you're yeah. like, "Holy cow, this is crazy!" Yeah, this is a unique little place. Yeah, if only the game wardens would stay off the lake this summer. Man, don't get me started on them. Do not get me started it's on absolutely them. Absolutely ridiculous. They're trying to play cops and robbers out there. It's not fun. They just get bored, I guess, because it's not hunting season. Why are they a big hill? Mm. There's so Dude, many different I, lakes. Dude, I will to go really to. go off on a rant. Yeah, they kill me. <laughs> they kill me, man. They just they hate fun. Yeah. You know how it is. They're a bunch of Karens. Yeah, they handed out leave so us many alone. BUIs this year. I was just like, well, and it's stupid fun. stuff. Like, ah, man, it would be different if people were causing trouble. But no the one's out there doing donuts, the trying to BUIs yeah. run a, weren't causing trouble. Yeah, like no one's out there running the freaking dock, the dock, and hitting people that are floating. Yeah, like we're on the lake. Are we not going to have a few beers? Leave us alone, yeah. dude. It's if someone's causing trouble, go stop them from hurting someone. I understand yeah. that, but don't freaking camp out there and just prey on people. I got pulled over on my jet ski, and they went through. I went through like a thirty-minute interrogation ses- or session, and they had to search my entire like. Jet they're, ju- ski. they're just drunk with power, man. Yeah, I was like, this is this has got to. You should you have done a citizen's arrest and checked their <laughs> shit. Where's your whistle? Yeah, where's your whistle? Where's your fire extinguisher? Hey, you, you didn't park in a parking lot. You yeah. parked at the freaking, mm-hmm. at the dam. Yeah. Or at the boat ramp. Yeah. 
you're sitting there right blocking my way to get out of here. God, man, they get. Oh, anyway. So does your brother still race? Yeah. Yeah. I was just there last weekend at uh, the Wichita State race with him. And I, I don't really like going to races if I'm not riding. Yeah. Yeah, but it's, that's torture. It's tough. But uh, I ended up going up for like the first time in a long time and got to hang out and it just made me want to ride more. Mm -hmm. But hung out with him all week and he rides the bike good. He has my old uh, CR125 uh, CR and CR252 strokes. So he ended up selling his four stroke and just took those two bikes. He races on two strokes? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Are there many of those races around? I thought everything was pretty much four stroke. I mean, you can race a two stroke in any of the four stroke classes. Really? At a state races and stuff. I gotcha. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, even in the, even in the pro outdoor nationals that I do, like in the 250 class, you can ride a 125, but it has to be like, they have a rule now that like I have a 2021 dirt bike yeah. uh, sitting in my garage, but I, I'm not going to be able to ride it next year because they have it's a two year, old. two year rule. Your that bike is crazy. That's yeah. where the money comes in. You got to be able to freaking buy you new have stuff to every bikes couple all the time. weeks. And that's where state races, you can take a freaking 1980 bike that you Moped. know how to ride good and you can do okay. So That's crazy. The track up in Wichita, one of them, name them, because I've been to one, into one of the races before. To watch Jeremy? Oh, yeah, no. you were at a Jeeps. Oh, yeah. Kylie. Yeah, the, your what friend? is it? You were at Jeeps. I don't know. Sure, yeah. It's park, it's where did I watch City. you? Yeah. I watched you at a, at a, it must have been a Supercross one because it was inside. At, you watched me at Arena Cross. Man, the Monster Girls were there and everything. Yeah. No, I Yeah, you went to Jeeps. There's uh, two different tracks in Wichita. There's Bar to Bar, which is in Mays, Kansas. And yeah, that, there's, no, uh, I didn't go that one. Jeeps, what? Jeeps, which is in, uh, I think you guys went to Jeeps. I remember this. Yeah, because we watched Kylie. Yeah. Yeah, we were there, right? I was there, yeah. That's what I thought. Were you racing? I was racing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, that's right now. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that for sure. Yeah, that it's crazy. I couldn't do it. That's all I know. I don't watching Kylie. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh. Cameron, I tried to get you on my dirt bike, and you wouldn't even do it. No, I no. I'll stay on four wheels, <laughs> like four. Yeah, and she was just at a little state race. Yeah, yeah. and I'm like, uh. -uh. You go to like Redbud, Michigan, which is on July Fourth weekend. There's sixty thousand people sitting there watching you yelling oh my god train horns drunk people everywhere and nice. you're just trying to go ride your dirt bike on a track it's so much stress how many people are at loretta's uh there's a lot of people more than that other place it's the no well maybe because loretta's is like they have all different classes you know since it's pro outdoor is it like a week long or like, a like a pro outdoor has more spectators but loretta's has more riders i got you so that's yeah. a yeah loretta's has Loretta's has definitely more like they have spectators, but it's definitely just all the families and things like that, and yep. it's packed. Loretta's is crazy. Is it fun? Like, can you hang out all day? I enjoy Loretta's for sure. There's like beer I garden suck and there, but food I trucks. Do, I do enjoy it. That's where my shoulder problem started. Was really? at Loretta's. Yeah. First dislocation was there, 2016. So, you'll start training again, hopefully in the next couple months. Yeah, probably uh, soon I want to, hopefully in the next month I get back on a bike. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to spend like a month just riding. Mm -hmm. At your house, at your own courses? You like at my house, you know, with my brother and them, yeah. at private tracks and things like that. And then uh, on the weekends and stuff. And then I'll go back to training when I'm ready to. Uh, training takes a full week of just time. Yeah. I mean, it's a, they're 12 to 14 hour days. So... That's crazy. When I'm ready and I know my leg can hold up that to mm -hmm. that standard, I mean, we we bike 40 miles um, every other day on my, uh, road bikes, and then we'll run six miles the days that we're off, and we're in the gym almost every day. Mm -hmm. So, and then we put basically from nine to two every day. We're on the bike, you know, sweating, sweating our asses off, mm -hmm. and it's a grind. But where do you train? I train in Oklahoma at. Uh, my trainer's name's Robbie Raynard, and we're like in Wellston, so it's like between Oklahoma City and Tulsa. Okay, nice. So yeah, three hours away or something. Yeah, it's three hours. I I'll, yeah. I'll typically go up there. I'll stay like at either my grandma's, who's in Tulsa, or I'll stay at the track. Rob has a cabin for some of us guys, gotcha. and we'll either stay in that cabin or I'll stay at my grandma's if I want to yeah. get away for a little bit. And then I'll I typically always come back on the weekends because I just you need know, a break. My way away from it. Yeah. And, you can't burn yourself come, out. Come back and ride here. <laughs> yeah, come back, ride here. Take a Typically, break. when I'm training, I do not want to touch dirt bike on the weekend. 
Do you ever so. worry that it's gonna like make you not like it? Kind of like that. Like no, I don't. If you think love so. it so much, it it would suck for you to be like, oh god. Yeah, I don't think so. I uh, I actually enjoy training. I enjoy hanging out. I have a lot of good buddies that I train with. Mm-hmm. So we hang out every day. It's right. just like a group of friends that get to hang out. We go to the gym together. We do everything together, which makes it better. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there was a couple of years where I was doing it like a lot by myself and yeah. uh, didn't have anyone really to hang out with or anything. And, and that's when it kind of gets, you get burnt out pretty fast. When you have like a good group of friends you can hang out with. And, yeah. you know, if I just need to call mom or dad or my brother or something to come up and help me up there, if I'm just struggling to get everything done that I need to get done. Because, you know, on top of getting home at, six seven in the evening after training and going to oklahoma city for the gym and road biking we have to still work on our bikes clean our gear clean our helmets get our you guys should save time and mountain bike to the gym well if in <laughs> oklahoma city that would be a while it's, it's like a 40 minute drive on interstate yeah, yeah well never mind then yeah and if we don't go road bike rob makes us mountain bike so and that mm-hmm. takes longer, so we decided to go. Well, it doesn't take longer, but it's tough. His area is tough. It's like in a valley, and it's, you know, middle of Oklahoma in the summertime. Yeah. It's It feels yeah. like it's 130 degrees. Mm-hmm. On that red dirt. Yeah. You've never lost. Like, I'll go through, on a hot day, I'll go through two, three gallons of water a day. Mm. I'll just get jugs at mm-hmm. the gas station. It's pretty healthy, though, probably. Hell, drinking that much water a day. You just got to retain it. That's right. the thing. I flush so much through my system. I take a lot of supplements all day long to just try to keep something in my body because I've worn myself out. I've gotten super sick just from the heat and overdoing it. And like usually I would get out of, like when I was going to high school and college, I would get out of high school. Like we'd we'd, uh, get done with the year and it'd be May and I'd go down there and I'd have to go straight into it when those guys have been doing it since February. And so hot. I'd go down there and I'd always get sick the first week. I'd come home. I'd just lay in bed for the whole weekend. Mm. And I have to, Sounds you know, miserable. <laughs> get up Monday morning at four and head back down there. Yeah. Mm. <clears throat> but. So what is the biggest race that you've ever won? Biggest race I've ever won? Or top three? I honestly don't. I remember when I went and watched you. Where'd you say that was? I already forgot. I mean, I've won a lot. Was that of Kansas st- City? Uh, that was uh, Tulsa, I think. You got you got top three because they interviewed you. Yeah, I got top three there, and that was on TV actually, because um, we were racing on the pro night. We they had mm. like a little during intermission, a super minis went out and. Raced. That's why you were there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and uh, yeah, I think that was in Tulsa. I don't know. I man, I won. I won a lot of stuff as a amateur. Yeah, and in 2011, I won Branson National. Which was a big deal back then. Branson used to be a big deal, and that was that was cool to win. Um, but uh, I've won some. You know, I can't really say what what ones I've won. I most of the stuff as an amateur, I feel more accomplished about is qualifying right. for things. You know, qualifying for Loretta's for yeah, seven cool. seven years and stuff. That's a grind. That's yeah. like things that I feel way better than. But you know, I've won a lot of state championships and state races and. Local races, little, uh, when I turned pro in 2019, I won a lot of pro races that I went to, like pro shootouts and stuff. And, yeah. Uh, but yeah, to pinpoint it down, I don't, I don't know exactly yeah. which one would. Loretto seems like it'd be really cool. Yeah, that's cool. And I always do so bad there, man. Yeah. I, like, uh, my last year there in pro class, I DNF'd the first moto because I wrecked. What's that mean? Did not finish. Oh. Yeah, okay. I DNF'd in the first moto. And then the second moto, I got like almost last because I wrecked. Like 39th, and then the last moto finally got a good start. Yeah, you know, I was in uh, I just passed 11th, I was in 10th, I was in the top 10. Whether you know, announce your name, you're on TV and stuff because you're in the pro class, they televised Loretta's mm-hmm. pro class. And I'm going through this sand section in the backside, and there's a bunch of people watching and everything. And uh, dad had just put a different front sprocket on my bike. And he had to make a little washer for it because we didn't have the right washer for it. And I'm going through that sand section. I just passed for 10th. and I got into the top 10. I'm feeling good. Like I'm motivated because I just had such a first bad first two motos. Mm-hmm. Going into the sand section, front sprocket falls off. Mm. Chain locks up. I go over the bars into the river. 
<laughs> so we're riding along this little creek. Yeah. And I flip off my bike, and I'm like my up to my knees. I'm in the water. Dang. And I'd look up, and I see all these people. There's probably a thousand people sitting right at this little booth thing. They have this Monster Energy booth they have set mm. up. Everyone's just going, yeah, yeah, that's crazy. And I'm like, you're like, no, no, dude. I'm like, I'm pissed. I'm, you know, mad. But when I look back on it, it was a cool moment. You know, those guys yeah. just saw me freaking do a front flip you're right a into a, like a perfect front flip into the river. <laughs> but and and you know, not that long ago, I had a kid that uh, actually trains with me, a younger kid, and he comes up to me and he goes, "Dude, I watched that wreck." Oh, I and you never didn't know him back then? He's like, yeah. He's like, I never knew that was you. That's crazy. It just and came up in like yeah. conversation. I was like, yeah. I was telling the story about we were sitting playing video games, I think, one night. One night, and uh, we all go to the cabin. We have like eight of us playing a two-player game. <laughs> and uh, I was sitting there, and I was telling that story. And they're like, dude, I, I watched that. I was in that booth. <laughs> I'm like, that's crazy. Yeah, that's hilarious. Like, that's one of those things Small that... World. You know, it's small world yeah. for sure. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Here's my most. I had a pretty fun question. I thought I was pretty funny. Oh yeah. Coming up with it. <laughs> what do you think is harder, being a big name in motocross or being a big name in the NFL? Ooh. What's harder to make it? What's harder to make it in? Like, to, not to make it in, but to be somebody in. <clears throat> Man, I don't know. I think. I think it's just two different levels. Like you the NFL has a lot more people that are definitely going to watch. You know, right, it's right. an NFL. Uh, but however, the work I think some of the top top guys put in and have to sacrifice yeah. in motocross is insane. Yeah, like the average person would never understand it. But you know, it's it's hard to compare something like that, right? Because they're just two totally different things. Yeah. But you know, yeah, I don't know if I. I really was gonna a, say pro, it's got. I would think it would have to be motocross, just because. For what you said, kind of, there's more people that watch NFL. So if you're known in motocross, you're somebody. Yeah. You know, like that. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is like you know, if you're a t- if you're a top guy in the NFL, you know, you kind of you got it made. Yeah. You know, you don't have to. You know, you look at Tom Brady. Right. He's an old guy, and he's just year after year, he's just put in the work and getting yeah. it done but you know in motocross you it's a lot easier for you to make one little slip one up little, that could just yeah. ruin the whole career right. you know mm-hmm. like you could see like watching the super bowl or the playoff for Mahomes. you know he could easily just pull off and you know let the sub guy go in and mm-hmm. let him in but you know i've seen people with broken hands and giant you know fingers or whatever broken fingers or broken elbows that are putting in the going yeah. out for the next race, putting in the work because, you know, there's there's definitely not as much money in motocross as there right. is in NFL. Oh, yeah, probably, yeah, not but, close. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's hard to make a comparison there. How big of a deal do you have to be to get sponsors? Isn't I mean, can you make a good living if you don't have sponsors, just winning races, or do you have to have sponsors to no, be like a rich it's, motocross it's, guy? It seems like anymore it's the it's a big debate right now among everyone of why there's not more money in it right now. Cause it's pretty bad. Cause, it, Cause like, you know, people in 2006, 2007, they were making a lot of money. And it seems like now you got just people off that winning races on sponsors, on races, sponsors. things okay. like that. But you know, it's a hundred thousand dollars to win a race. Like the races I go to. If you win, if you win, it's a hundred thousand dollars. But dang, you know, these guys have, these guys, these guys are making probably two, three million a year. The top five guys. But there's only five. But the thing is, is you know, yeah, that's what I mean. Like ten down, fifteen down. You know, they they don't, they're not making money. They're not winning the races, and it's hard to pick up sponsors. So, you know, it's it's a yeah. That's a that's a, a tiny tiny. That's why I'm saying it's got to be harder to make it in motocross. Yeah, five guys making two, three million. I mean, that's a backup quarterback. Yeah, in the NFL. exactly. Yeah. That no one and has I guess ever if that's way, if that's the way you put it money wise, it's definitely way harder to, to yeah. make it as a motocross racer. You that's really kinda, have to be top notch, right? And I'm not necessarily going like if I had sponsors and things like that, that would be awesome. But 
my main my goal this year is to go to every race, qualify for every race, or make it through qualifying, go to all the races, race all of them, you know, mm-hmm. do top 30s, top 20s. That's my goal. And I'm not going to get, you know, paid off that. I'm not going to make serious amounts of money off that. But that's just something I want to do because, like, I have the college degree. I have the, you know, opportunities elsewhere to go work, mm-hmm. do other things, make that money. But I have this one shot right here right. for the next couple of years to yeah, put Yeah, you got a backup plan. You yeah. might as well try. That's why we went to college first, did, did that first. So, you know. Yeah, it'd be hard to go back and do later. Exactly. Right. And. Kudos so, to you, because I, I mean that's that takes some self it was a control. Big to, decision to put after, it off for freaking four yeah. years, three years. It was a big decision after high school to yeah. to not go straight into racing because yeah. things things could have been way different. Some but, of my I mean, like you said, you don't go to college and you go race. Yeah, one day you break your freaking neck. Exactly. Yeah, and then what do you got uh, then? Yeah, but uh, it's it was a hard decision because you know some of my closest friends that I grew up racing with that I was even faster than at one point, you know, they're, they're making money. They're, they're three years ahead of you. Yeah. yeah. They're, but they're, yeah, they're three and a half, four years ahead of me. So we'll see how it goes. Um, the, this definitely wasn't a good injury to have. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's never a good time. No, it's not. And, uh, it's been a good break, but it's been too long of a break. Yeah. And I'm excited to get back to it because, this this sucks, especially because yeah. I'm still you know kind of limping around or whatever. But yeah. I've been having fun, been working for mom and dad and doing the oil and gas stuff and doing all sorts of different work and things like that. But there's just nothing like taking that dirt bike out. Not what you want to be it. doing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I'll do it in the future probably, but not what you want to be doing right now. Right I guess. now, I want to be racing that dirt bike. Yeah. But yeah, that that oil and gas will be there when you're 40. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. It depends though. We'll see. Did I miss anything, Cameron? Um, I don't think so. I think next time we gotta get. I we think we've got to get Chris in here. I am so shocked that, that he dude, didn't want to. That dude paints with words. <laughs> Chris, I know you're gonna be listening. Yeah, I'll, he, I'll I feel ma- like I'll he can talk listen. to anybody. Yeah, I I know I. Uh, and trust me, we're not intimidating. Maybe we'll have some brewskis before. And yeah, we need to loosen them up. Maybe yeah, yeah little ultra. He likes them ultras. <laughs> have to have a have to do a that's like my mom i make her drink a couple beers before she gives me a haircut there you go <laughs> there you go Cause she just gets too nervous if not yeah no we got to get chris in here we got to get fast track uh yeah. oil in here oh yeah fast track energy fast yeah fast track energy. gotta get fast track in here and gotta get chris a little buzzed up yeah <laughs> chris told me he'd give me five dollars for every time i said fast track energy oh really as a uh kind of like a sponsor because we've got you know by now, two, three million listeners. So. So, I mean, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. His uh, business is going to go crazy. Yeah. What is this on? Spotify and Apple? On everything. It's on, yeah, it's on Google, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. YouTube. YouTube, iHeartRadio, Amazon. There's a whole, I mean, I got a list of it. I mean, stuff I've never even heard of. Yeah. yeah. Podbean, um, <laughs> all sorts of stuff. It's a good idea, man. I'm. Yeah. We were just, hey, man, this, so this was a wasted space. Yeah. We thought. It's a cool idea. I thought you had someone else doing it with you guys, though. Oh, our first one, Josh, our good the buddy guy, was. Are you talking about Josh or the guys from Coffeeville? There's um, a podcast out of Coffeeville called The Wrong Kind of oh, Podcast. Maybe. Okay. And that's kind of what got me into it is they had me on just because every once in a while they do like a guy's night because it's him and yeah. his wife and then their friend. And... um yeah, he had me on just, I think, to talk about real estate. Yeah. And I just thought it was fun as hell. Yeah, And then me and, me and Cameron were trying to figure out what to do with this space because it was just wasted, and we couldn't think of anything to invent. So. Invent. <laughs> we wanted to, we, we were weren't like, that smart. We wanted okay. to invent something or like have a little side business, but then it's like, right, this was just something we I could mean, do. I like it, but you got to get a heater in here sometimes. Well, we got the heater. i got to figure out. I don't know why it's not oh, okay. working. It's, it's that... I don't and know if me, the gas is off or what. My but. sister and my aunt and I, we always wanted to do a podcast. She claims that, but her aunt was super shy on her. Oh, really? Her. Yeah. Did you guys do like an all-girl something? Yeah, we had girls night. You have to check it out. It was episode three. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah, you can hear all about how my child came into the world. It's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Oh. We've had a, we've had some cool people. We like had your, uh, uh, how it was conceived? No. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> 
You no, said that. Not. You literally said no, that. No, how she came into oh, the world. Yeah, that's so right. So how she was birthed. Right. Oh. The the hospital story. I thought you the meant PG thirteen. Oh, I thought, yeah. I thought you meant the R rated stuff. I was like, no, okay. that's the editor's cut. You got to pay on our um, on our premium channel. Oh so yeah. Your, <laughs> yeah. Our, Only fans. Uh, patrons. Our patrons. Patreon. Patreons. Is that what it's called? Patreon. No, like when you have people that pay and fund the thing. That's, that's they're called Patreon, like patrons. I think, yeah. Patreon. Oh, it's Patreon. Yeah. It's I'm right. Be. Yeah. We're gonna get one eventually. A Patreon. But we got to get more than like two. 200 listeners before we do that. Right now we're at like 200. Well, I'll try to, I'll post. post and it. some of them are random, we'll so I know they're not actually listening. Like I was talking about last week. I mean, we've got like a listener in Taiwan <laughs> and some listeners in the Philippines. Hey, and I'm like, that's crazy. I know they just saw this and accidentally clicked it and it downloaded and I got the stat. And then they were like, what the hell is this? And <laughs> didn't even listen to five seconds. So I, I want to, I, I don't know how accurate those numbers are, but yeah, right now we got a couple hundred. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty. I mean, starting. I mean, off, this is only our fourth, fourth. episode. This yeah, one. Yeah. Uh, no, this will be five. This will be our fifth one. You yeah. Can't be Joe Rogan overnight. No, you can't. Exactly. But I do want to be Rogan. Yeah. <laughs> I would love to be able to like make money off this deal. Yeah, that'd be cool. That's but, what my brother's doing. I mean, he streams. Does he do a podcast? No, he uh, does stream Twitch stream. Oh yeah, he, I've uh, heard of that. Doing what? He streams uh, day trading, and he does really he's good a, on it. He's a little. Uh, is it crypto? No, he does actual stocks. stocks. Yeah, yeah. That, well, that's something. And he does. I mean, he's got a lot of people that watch him. And then him and his buddy uh, have a YouTube channel called Fly All Season. It's, hmm. it's his buddy, but Alex does all the. He goes on some of the trips with them, and then yeah. takes care of like Discord and stuff like that. And they, right. they are actually getting a lot of views on YouTube. But it's cool. Like he had to put in like a whole year of, two years of just grinding videos out, right? And, and no one listening and, and things for with no one listening. Right. And then now he's got. You know, yeah, a big it'll Discord come with time. and stuff like that, but it'll come with time. I and it's just fun, it's, honestly. Yeah, it's fun. It is. We get fun to, doing this. And the thing is, like, for where we're at, you know, you think it's nowhere, Kansas, but there's some interesting people in here. Oh yeah. I mean, the first guy we had came here from Kansas City and started the cigar bar in Parsons. Yeah. That's a hell of a story. Yeah. I mean, it's a cool story. You should listen to it. And then Alexander's, we had them on. You know, like Joey Alexander? I don't know if you know I'm him. I'm not sure. They're people is. in Parsons, but they're super cool. And then um, Cameron's aunt and sister. And that was, a, that was I, I've never laughed so much. It was so <laughs> that fun. Was so funny. Lauren's a cheese ball. She was having the time of her life. Yeah. <laughs> Lauren's always and a cheese ball. I'm surprised had, Cameron's doing this, honestly. Yeah. Really? Yeah, she's, yeah. yeah I'm surprised too. I mean, it's, it's bringing her out I'm of her shell. Because I'm more shy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it honestly quiet. takes it honestly takes like but you, it honestly takes thirty minutes to get loosened up yeah. doing it. Yeah, that's what like, I had a guy text me um, after our first one came out, and he was like, "Man, that's that was really good. Keep it going." And he's like, "You could tell you you kind of got comfortable after ten minutes." Oh, yeah. the at first, first you're like, one. Uh, 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 you I don't know what to so say, nervous. and like it's like we were just reading our notes, like asking questions <laughs> and not not going into conversation on them. But yeah, no, it's uh, it's cool. It's yeah, fun. I'm just missing out on the cigars. I thought we were going to have some cigars. When Alexander's came, I did. I had a cigar did for each really? one of us afterwards. We smoked one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, speaking of the cigars, um, he's having a ladies' yeah. night on the 22nd. and Wednesday the 20th. So, actually, smoke some it will be the day after this airs. So, if you're listening to this oh. right now, it's probably Tuesday morning or Tuesday on your way home from yeah, work. Yeah, so... Tomorrow, tomorrow night, night, come to yeah. the cigar Free State bar. Cigars, Parsons. And Cameron's you might, doing a giveaway. Yeah, I have a giveaway. For your uh, aesthetician yep, I have thing. a facial giveaway, so They're teaming up downtown. They're bringing it back, man. They're bringing back uh, Parsons downtown. Where's that going on at? At the cigar bar. So it's just right across. He's doing a ladies' night. Oh, he does a ladies' night. There's a cigar. Garbar in Barcelona? Oh, yeah. Dude, you got to go listen to Dude, our first I've never, episode. I've never been there. It's, it's right, awesome. Yeah. Come tomorrow. We're doing a poker night. Devin's coming. No Quincy's way. Quincy's coming. Really? Oh, yeah, man. Everyone's going. At the cigar bar. At the cigar bar. Poker night. Do you want to come? That'd be fun. Six o'clock. Six o'clock? Yeah. I'm you bringing, guys can just ride together. Yeah, we could ride together. We could take the Nissan. You bring your own beer or, or whiskey because he can't sell it, but he'll. Yeah. you bring it in. You literally bring your own beer, smoke a cigar. Dude, it's so fun. Ooh, that'd be a lot of fun. Why don't you come? Are we going to take the Nissan? We can take Pam, yeah. Or what about, what, what if we take the KLX? What's that? Oh, is that your sports car? No, that's your bike. Oh. 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 
That shows you what I know. I, could just... I was like, is that your little car with a spoiler? <laughs> no. The KLX. Is that? Did you say KLX? Yeah. I thought it was a... Uh, it's a KLX okay. 140. Dude, that was... I'm glad you brought up my bike because it's a Kawasaki. Yeah. And I was going to... I almost didn't get this in, but... This is my dad joke of the day, but you really should have rode Kawasaki's instead of Honda's because your last name. You could have been Jeremy Kowalski. You know I rode Jeremy Kawasaki's Kawasaki. for like three years. Why'd you switch? Jeremy Kawasaki. That's the, that could be your stage name. Your stage name. I, mean, I don't think that could have been. I don't think that would have worked. I think everyone How would it in not the moto work? Your industry would have just. I think everyone in the moto industry would have just cringed. Yeah. Is that kind of, that's a super dad joke? It yeah. is a super dad joke. It's a good joke, but I don't know how many times I've heard growing That's, up in school. Yeah. What's going on, Mr. Kual- Kawasaki? <laughs> you know? Whatever. Yeah, it like, gets old. Kind of like when, yeah. Yeah, I got that the was same a bad thing. joke. I get the same thing all the time. Ooh, Mike and Ike. Mike and Ike. <laughs> Never heard that one. But now you go by Mike. I don't go by Mike. People call me Mike sometimes. <laughs> really? Your family. Her family does. I don't go by it. it God, don't you, start that. I'm just kidding. Michael. <laughs> Mike for short. Her dad calls me Magic Mike. Yeah. Really? She used to call me Magic Mike. I oh, did yeah. not. <laughs> my Tell dad me. does call him Magic Mike. And so now her uncles are on it and everything. It's yeah. a whole... The her uncle races. What's the reasoning between not... behind her dad calling you Magic Mike? It's just too long of a story. First it's really it not was that cool Mike. Story, no, it's not exciting at all. Yeah. I don't even... First, it was Mike from, like, Tyler and, and Ashton Dixon mm-hmm. calling me Mike. And mm-hmm. then I think David probably just saw Magic Mike. Not not actually saw the movie, but, like, saw that that was a thing. I mean, I'm just talking about the funny. context. Like, is anything to do with the context? No. no. I mean, Nothing. Pretty, I know I'm my sexy. Dad, yeah, I know I can dance, dad, but it's just a happy coincidence. My dad just, yeah, likes to make things weird, I guess. Call yeah. him. I don't see David... Doing that too often. Uh, he's he's like Chris, man. You just got to get him six beers. He's really? Fun. He's oh god, he's fun. He seems pretty quiet. Well, so does Chris. Does he? But then yes, and then then they're not. But then the fun Chris comes out. The fun David comes out. Oh, <laughs> Dad's fun all the time. He is quiet though. Is I quiet. think that's where I get it from because I'm Peyton's not quiet though. No. Because Peyton will walk up to me anywhere and go, hey, He'll walk up? up to anybody. Yeah. Oh, Peyton makes friends with He don't with know a stranger. Any- he does oh, not know a stranger. Oh, you can't go somewhere with Peyton without talking to everybody around you. Yeah. If you go to, a, we went to a concert. He's making friends with everybody around him. I'm like, yeah. oh my gosh. That's the fun in life, though. Making new friends at random concerts and shit. <laughs> Liquor definitely makes it easier, though. It does. It also makes it easier to have trouble with people but yeah. that's why you got to channel it right and hey, make you remember friends. you remember that uh old fight night you guys had on the t or er, the intersection in high school? <laughs> oh god that was, were you there let's not get into that were you there i did not go that night i had uh, a, i think it was a, it was a friday night. i can't night. remember who it yeah, was cause with because a friday night it, i, I won't name names but i do remember I don't, who it was with okay you'll have to um, tell me because i can't remember it who was, was with. at the t intersection it out, it was <laughs> oh i knew Yes, I forgot. Because <laughs> I thought you got in one too. No, I wasn't in the fight. He just I got just, in fights everywhere else. No, you got in a fight. Well, Three yeah, I mean, fights I, at Caesar oh, yeah, Party. Been in a fight that in my life. that uh, intersection was the was intersection those was those two. And and um, the thing is, <laughs> we talked that shit up all week. Yeah, it was hilarious because yeah. they had gotten an argument and like a little scruffle the weekend before at our other buddy's house drinking too much beer for being 15 years old <laughs> and uh yeah the, we like talked it up all week it was like it was like the mike tyson and conor mcgregor fight like yeah the hype was only better almost, the hype was better only than, better oh, well way better more views but the hype was better than the actual fight because then the fight was like one or two hits 50 people filming it yeah yeah i heard was it wasn't funny. much of a show but yeah. i forgot about that one Mm-hmm. I wasn't there. You weren't. Mm-mm. Yeah. I really? You weren't there? No. It was. I, I think it was all. I think it was just all those guys that hang out, hmm. or that hung out. And then, yeah, good times. Yeah, that was a good time. I remember uh, covering you in freshman uh, PE every single day with uh when I would skip. Yep. You guys would dip, and then every time, oh, yeah. 
you know, you our, did, our, man. our gym coach would come that. up and I'd be like, they'd be like, Jeremy, since we all hung out, <laughs> yeah. they'd be like, where are they at? And I'd be like, oh, uh-huh. they got called up the office. <laughs> Again? Yeah. That's the fourth time this week. I think, uh, and then I'll be like, one of the times I used the excuse, uh, who's the construction guy? Uh, Ed, you know, the construction Yeah, the construction guy. teacher. Yeah. I'd be like, yeah, he came up here and uh, he uh, told Had to us, have him go help. Yeah, he, help. T- he said, hey, you two come with me and uh, work on this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I you did. I forgot about that. That yeah. was when you battle uh, Rhonda, Glenda, uh, no. Fiona. What? Fiona. Yep. Fiona. We Mild would take truck. that thing all the time before oh, basketball dude, games and go rip around. Driving around. Miss that truck. Good times. You totaled it, didn't you? Yeah. Or that's another you? one I totaled. Really those two. I'm I'm not a bad driver, just those two. Those two. I mean rides. I've never totaled a truck, but me either. Yeah. That was Fiona yeah. was pretty awesome. Yeah. A lot of memories in Fiona. Yeah, lots of good times. That truck's probably <laughs> worth was worth like seven hundred bucks, so <laughs> At most. <laughs> hey, man, it had low miles. For Did how it? rough it looked, it had like 114,000 miles on it when I, mean, I got then, it. I mean, then were a hard 114,000 miles. Well, I don't know about then, but once I got it, it was a hard 114 to 120 <laughs> or whatever I had it. Yeah, for. they were very hard. I mean, I drove my Ranger hard You're, yeah, in yeah. high school, and that thing still yep. He's a work, work truck now. And still gets a it. A great truck, gets it. But All right, well. You want to wrap this up? Do yep. we miss anything? <laughs> nope. All right. This was fun. We'll have to do it again. Yeah, we will. We'll get Chris on here. Yeah, we'll, I'll get him on here. Hey, guys, like us on um, Facebook. Follow us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. And most importantly, tell your friends about us. You know, I mean, most people kind of get in a rut of, you know, listening to certain podcasts. But the only way they're really going to listen to a new podcast is if their friend says, hey, you know, this Big Hill Small Talk's really cool. Check them out. So you guys are the are the only reason we're going to get more people. And if we get more people listening, we can get more guests. And it'll be just more fun for everybody. So give us a like. Give us a follow. Tell your friends. And we'll see you next time.